Cullen Grace. Yeah, I know his name wasn't mentioned that much before, but, you know, a lot of other Lucys. But, yeah, he had a great game Friday night, as we know, with the, the two crucial tries. But uh, all-round work effort, you know, played very, very well, especially settling down at number eight with, you know, with Ethan's injuries and, uh, well, belated injury two weeks ago. And then, um, you know, other players, been, like Pablo, been out, in and out. He's really done a great job, hasn't he, uh, Justin? Yeah, hey, Graham, how's it going? Um, nice to hear yeah, from good. you, mate. Uh, yep, man, I know you have your regular spot there at the stadium, so uh, sorry <laughs> I missed you. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was a bit late getting there. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I think probably when I was looking at the balance of this all-black side, uh, I thought Cullen Grace had probably done enough to play his way in if the All Blacks were looking at picking genuine number eights. So they're looking to pick players who have eight on their shirt, uh, you know, throughout the season, and they're not going to mess around with playing players uh, out of position. You know, for example, you know, uh, Sam Kane at eight, Akiri yeah, Arani yeah. at eight, many six, and then someone plays at seven and they switch around. And and so, you know, that was probably the biggest question mark I had over it. And, and as it turns out, they have picked two genuine number eights and one of them's not Cullen Grace. They've picked, obviously, Hoskins Sotutu and they've also um, they've also picked uh, Peter Gus Sawakula. So I think probably when you boil it down, um, I wasn't convinced that Mika'ele Tu'u had done enough. I thought that he'd had a yeah. real decent charge at it second half of that season, Graham. But I certainly felt yeah. that Cullen Grace had found his mojo. They'd stopped messing around with him. You know, Razor had decided that he's an eight. He'd stopped putting yeah, Pablo yeah, there yeah. as well. Pablo's a six. That's right. And, and I think that, you know, it, it probably boils down with them. I don't know what you think. It probably boiled down to the selectors between Cullen Grace and uh, um, Peter Gus Sawakula, quite probably. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think a lot of people today talking, you know, were more surprised that he got in rather than Hoskins Satuso because he started yeah. the season very well. I remember that first game when we lost to the Chiefs. He yes. was what man of the match, probably. But, you know, um, Cullen Grace has sort of built up, you know, quite a, um, you know, a formidable, um, you know, a lot of games behind him that he, where he's just done the, statistically done the job and, you know, he's run with the ball too because, you know, as well yeah. as doing the, the hard yards. But, um, yeah, I think he's ended the season far better than, than the other guy. But, um, yeah, as you well know, with these All Blacks, as, as someone who's an ex-All Black, um, you know, it's, just, it's always um, a bit of a tough day, you know, the who got in and who didn't from each of the squads around New Zealand, provincial and super rugby for, squads, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be so. interesting to see. I, think, I, I certainly think that... Um, I certainly think that the reason Sol Cooler came into the mix is because obviously Artie can play there and play there pretty well. Um, but we do lose some height and, 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 you know, a little bit of physicality, even though Artie's a physical player. You know, he's physical in a different yeah, yeah. sort of a way that it's close to the breakdown where he's Absolutely. so formidable with his leg drive. But he's not, he's not traditionally a, a big, hard ball carrier that'll run at two defenders and bust through them. So I think probably Sotutu and Cullen Grace are quite similar in that degree. And I think the, the yeah, difference yeah. is Peter Gus Sawakula is very good post-contact. So he can run hard at a defender or two, but then he's got the ability to throw a, some sort of a an offload and put somebody in space. He's got probably better ball skills than all those three players. And I think that's probably what cut, uh, cut Cullen Grace out of the mix. But he'll develop. He's only young and he hasn't played enough there yet. He hasn't been given enough opportunities, I think, in that eight jersey to to, to grow his skills. Because Kieran Reid was very similar to him when he was young. Yes, exactly. Reed, yeah. He just used to run hard, 
And then he found that, that he could balance himself and get out in the outside channels. And then all of a sudden he started running upright and yep. then post-contact getting one arm offloads away. So in time, Cullen Grace has got the physicality, the skill set to be able to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and of course, Kieran Reid started on the blind, and, and Cullen played a lot of rugby yeah. earlier on the blind, even though he was a sort of a pseudo-lock, too, in his very early days, three years ago. But, yeah, that Kieran Reid developed that wide-out game where he used to be lethal for the All Blacks, particularly. Yeah, yeah no, um, yeah, no, a lot of people are comparing to Cullen to that. But, no, no, good talking to you guys, and good talking to you again, Dean. Good yeah, to hear you, you back you, on air. You too, Graham. Hey, great hearing from you, mate, and uh, all the best in the, in the final, OK? Okay, thanks. I know you mean that. <laughs> yeah, cheers, <laughs> cheers, Graham. Ah, uh, yeah, no, good, good stuff, Marshy. Yeah, yeah, I'm like you. I know Graham from way back. He's a proud Cantab. You know, he, he's a good man. And, and look, he mentioned um, some of the All Blacks there. Look, the Crusaders still got still got a few in there. I mean, you know, Lester Fanganuku. You know, on he got his, he's getting his debut. He's getting his new cap. Um, you've got to be happy with with players like that getting into the side. Yeah, look, I've been um, very vocal and banging the, the drum for Lester Fyanganuku uh, mm. for the past couple of seasons. Um, I, I, I conceded last year that he was probably just a little green. Mm. Uh, and he got moved around a little bit last year. He, he got sort of pushed between centre and wing quite a bit. This year, he's predominantly found himself, unless he's needed, on the wing. And uh, I think he's he's got better awareness of how he can roam. Um, defensively, he's got a lot more solid. We've seen him over the ball, which a lot of the modern-day wingers have to be good at now. You know, like you think of, you know, players um, like even uh, Colby for South Africa. He mm. gets in over the ball and, and, and get affects turnovers. And I certainly think that Leicester, having had much more time on that, on that, uh, on that wing, has developed him in, into a much better player defensively. Uh, obviously, he can still play centre, which would have helped him in terms of selection, but yeah. I, I, I just feel that with our back line, and, and even if Anton Leonard-Brown was available, we've got too many like-for-like -like players. Uh, you know, we've got too many mm. uh, footwork skill players in the back line, yeah, if you, yeah, particularly now that they've uh, picked Roger Tuvasa-Sheik, who's good in contact, mm. but he is a footwork player, and you know, we obviously let Lomapi go. Um, Nonu's moved on. Uh, and, you know, if we need power, you, you've got to bring that power in from the wing. So you can still get them through that area in the 12 channel, running at 10s, running at 12s, but they just come from the wing. And, and there's plenty of moves to inject them into the game where they can have momentum onto the ball and be difficult to stop. So, you know, Sevu Reese isn't that type of player. And I don't think Rico Ioane is if he if he does play on the wing. Caleb Clark to a degree is. Yes. But George Bridge wasn't, you know. So I think the All Blacks have recognised that we need that Julian Severe, John Olomu, um, Tana Umanga style winger again that can fulfil that centre role if we've got footwork centres, players that are good distributors because we need to shore defenders up before they can um, utilise their skills on the outside. So... I think that's a reason they've got him in there. I, I think uh, his power mm. is what we've been missing recently, and um, I think it's bloody good that he's in there because it'll really help our attack. Yeah, you've got to have that go forward, even if, like you say, from the backs as well. Is there anyone that's really standing out who missed this squad that, that you think should have been in there? Oh, I think there's some genuine, real 
uh, disappointing players probably floating around the country this evening. Mm. Um, I think quite a, a number of them have been mentioned, which I concur with, the likes of Ethan De Groot. Um, yes. You know, the, the second half of his season, once he shook off his injuries, you know, he's that type of prop I felt that we need. Uh, he's a good scrummaging prop, but, man, he's mobile. He's got good ball skills. He's got the ability to distribute, to, to throw a missed pass. Um, and he's, he's, his work rate's really high. So they've, they've gone for, you know, uh, Tuanukuafe, Tuangafasi, Polalala. These guys are not in that degree, believe me. So it's interesting that the All Blacks have gone back to those solid scrummaging front rowers that are not as, as mobile and particularly not as good laterally. Mm. Um, so he'd, he'd be one. Um, you know, certainly the back row was always going to have some disappointment um, within it. And, yes, and you know, the fact that Ethan Blackadder was missing has probably opened up the door for some easier easier uh, or less headaches for the All Blacks in that yeah. regard. But um, Brad Webber springs to mind big time. Um, TJ was always going to be touch and go, yes. whether or not they went for him or Whakataba. I thought they'd go for one or the other. I've said that quite openly and mm. people would have heard me talking about it, that, yep. that, that they would go for – they couldn't go for three players – very similar, which would have been Smith, Christie, and Brad Weber. All of them are—they're slightly different in, a, in in a to a degree, but none of them have the post-contact ability of Fakatava or Pirinara. And we need that. We need that in our nines if we're going to evolve our game plan. We need nines that can challenge guard dog defenders, who can get, get us momentum forward, who can do things like Dupont, who is mm. so strong and he's so good post-contact that the nine for France. We, we, we need that. And Aaron Smith fills a different roles. And, and you know, Fakatava and Perinata were the only two really in the country that could do that. Um, so I think that's why he's got the nod. Um, really disappointing for TJ. Really disappointing for Brad Weber. Um, there's always going to be some hard luck stories in the outside backs, mate. Oh, oh mate, look, look, five into three <laughs> doesn't go, man. There's just no way. Uh, so, yeah, I, I hear your pain. Hey, just had a text come in as well from um, Michael Marshy. He says, uh, Marshy, do you think RTS Roger Tuvasashek getting named in the All Blacks and other new ones as well? What do you think about those? Yeah, it's a good text. Like, I, um, look, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Mm. I'm not 100% convinced on Roger Tuvasashek at the moment. Um, I certainly think that he is doing nothing wrong. Mm. And, and that's, that's healthy because he's not being found out. Uh, I think he learnt early uh, defensively that he has to be careful about stepping in too much uh, because people were looking just to hook him in and then get on the outside of him because, you know, that outside and the defending mindset of rugby league mm. um, is very much built into your system over a long period of time. So it's hard to extricate that. But I certainly think after being exposed a couple of times, that one against the Highlanders, I think it was, um, well, the Hurricanes, in fact, where he got beaten on the outside, um, you know, that cost him the game. He, he certainly has made massive progress since there. He's good at, um, in contact. He's explosive into contact. He doesn't often get knocked backwards. Mm. Um, you know, his skill set is, is pretty good. Uh, his distribution is okay. But, uh, you know, is, is he the best 12 in the country uh, or the best two 12s in the country um, yet? I'm, I'm not sure. But I think probably what they thought and Ian Foster thought was, Let's, he needs. We need him in the environment. Mm. We need to have a look at him. We need to get him under our tutelage and see where, where he's at and see what we can get out of him. So that's probably why he got picked. I think. I don't think it was entirely on form. Um, 
As for the rest of the the, the debutants, I think it's great that we've gone for an out and out eight in Sawakula. Yes. I really do. I think it's where we need to go as a back row. I think we need to stop pissing around with playing players at seven one week and six. I've already said that earlier in the show, so please, I apologise if I'm repeating myself. But if you've just tuned in, um, I'm very adamant on that. Yeah. Uh, front row, I'm not entirely sure we've gone as mobile as we should. Um, but there was Aiden Ross got his opportunity, which I think he, he has really deserved. Um, I was pleased to see they picked Kauke Aho again. Yes. Um, and obviously Leicester, Whainganuku, we've already talked about. Uh, and finally, Fakataba. So, yeah, look, um, I think they're all worthy of their spots. Um, it was pretty predictable side that they picked. Mm. So the, nothing's actually completely shocked me. I, there's always going to be admissions that you don't agree with and, and lots to debate. But in general... You know, the, the, the core cruts of what you would expect to be picked out of all of our talent in New Zealand, most of it is there. It's just where it's going to play. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, where, where are they going to find spots for these guys? Is Rico going to be on the wing? Is he going to be at centre? Is Geordie going to be at 12 or fullback? Or is he going to go on the wing? Is Geordie, uh, Jordan, uh, Will Jordan going to play fullback as best position? You know, who's going to get the 10 jersey? Um, are we going to start a genuine number eight? Or is Artie going to stay there, start there again? Where are we going to go with that? You know, so. The squad's there. It's just how he picks it and how we evolve because we need to be better than we were last year or we will find ourselves yeah. going backwards rather than 